Good evening to you all and thank you for joining us once again for the Salvation Meeting here on Fortress Radio. We're going to be thinking this week about God's peace. That special peace that can pervade our hearts and lives and minds every day. How has your week been? Have you had a good one or a rotten one? Maybe it's just been so-so. It seems to me at the moment that the weeks go by so quickly it's easy to lose track of the days. Do you find that? The whole skeleton on which we build our week has been taken away. And I guess you can imagine what a body would look like without its skeleton. But think about it. Army on Sunday, school on Monday, Songsters Tuesday, band on Thursday, sport at the weekend. It's all been missing for the last three months. And some might be feeling that their lives have lost that bit of shape. Well, as things begin in some places to start to return to something a little closer to what was for so long normal, at least we as Christians know that our lives and souls are founded on the firmest of all foundations. Or skeletons, if you like. With our lives on the rock, we can at least have the peace of God in our lives, even at these trying times. So let's start our meeting tonight with a great song that allows us to sing our testimony, that our lives are held firmly in place by the rock that cannot move, grounded firm and deep in the Saviour's love. It's number 450. Will your anchor hold?
think about peace. I couldn't help but notice that twice this week I've seen reference to or heard the chorus, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace. It's another of those lovely prayer choruses that I remember so well we used to sing regularly. And when the ladies used to sing that descant, so naturally it seemed, I used to sit in the meeting and imagine that I was surrounded by angels. The other one that did that was Jesus, Thou Art Everything to Me. Do you remember those descants? Well, that chorus is one of many that retired bandmaster Kenneth Downey, now of Exeter Temple, has arranged over the years and given a new lease of life. Others that come to my mind straight away include He Can Break Every Fetter, Here at the Cross, I Dedicate Myself to Thee, and oh, so many more that he's arranged in his wonderful way and he's vastly extended the shelf lives of these favourites. So as we pray today, I want you just to listen and let the angels minister to you, as we hear the songster version of Ken's arrangement, In Perfect Peace. The words taken, of course, directly from Isaiah 26 verse 3. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast, because they trust in you. And then after the songsters, we'll be led in prayer by Major Estelle Blake, in perfect peace.
Father God, we come before you this day and here we are still wondering what's going to happen. We cry out to you today for peace, the peace that passes all understanding, the peace that is deeper than any situation that's going on around the world. We are so aware that in so many countries there is no peace. Peace because man has designed war. Peace because man has decided now is the time to rise up. Father, we ask that your peace would come and be close to all those that need you. Father, we call out to you to come and be the peacemaker because your word says that you are the peace for this world. Father, we ask you to come because blessed are the peacemakers. Help us to be those peacemakers to rise up in our area, in our district. Help us to be courageous in all that we are doing and to be your peace. Where there is trouble, help us to bring peace. Where there is discord, help us to show you the peace. Where there is pain, help us to show that you are the peacemaker. Father, guide us, call us, show us and convict us to be your people of peace in a world that is so desperately in need of you. We ask that you would bless us and bless this day in and through your name. Amen. Let's sing again now. And it's number 466 in the songbook this time. I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene. Let's sing this great song written by Charles Hutchison Gabriel together. Clapping and tambourines, of course, positively encouraged. I stand amazed. <laughs>
I can never sing that great song without a smile crossing my face as I remember two wonderful ladies. I wonder if anyone else listening tonight remembers them. I've mentioned before that my dad was, like me, a Welshman, and I have very fond memories of a lovely Welsh officer friend of ours, Brigadier Eunice Evans, who was a great family friend of ours. Brigadier Evans came and did many weekends for Mum and Dad, including prize givings. Then, when she retired, Eunice went to live with her sister Marianne in a beautiful old house right on the waterfront in a little place called Arthog near Dolgetlai on the West Wales coast. We used to spend some of our summer holidays there with them. One of the most beautiful places I can ever remember and two of the loveliest people I can remember. They both loved the Lord with every single fibre of their beings, and whenever anything good happened, Eunice would say, Ooh, marvellous! This had always made my sister and I giggle a bit because of her broad accent, and we used to imitate her in the kindest possible way, of course. But when we met Marianne, we got the other side of the coin, for Marianne's almost identical response was, Ooh, wonderful! I think I used to spend half those holidays with this tune going round and round my head. How marvellous! How wonderful! But there are worse things that a young lad could have filled his head with, I'm quite sure. So as we sing this chorus again now, let's all take the time to think of a few people in our own lives for whom we thank God that we came under their influence and wisdom, their kindness and grace. And let's praise God for his goodness to us. Then we're going to hear the first of our testimonies this evening, which comes to us all the way from Australia. And Arthur Drummond, who for over 20 years was, with his wife Alison, a member of the Melbourne Staff Songsters. Greetings from Australia. My name is Arthur Drummond and with my wife Alison I attend the Delacombe Corps in the rural city of Ballarat, Victoria. Ballarat was founded in the 1850s by people who flocked to this part of Australia in the hope of finding gold. Some did, many didn't. During this period of restriction we've become great fans of Fortress Radio which we listen to via the internet and of this Salvation Meeting. In our recent retirement, music and travel have become great interests. We both enjoy choir singing and our one child lives and works in London. When visiting him, we enjoy attending Regent Hall Corps. It is said that Aussies are great travellers, but lately we've been great travel cancellers. Each cancellation is accompanied by disappointment but our family and friends, both in Australia and in the UK, 
remind us to look forward with hope to when restrictions are lifted and we can travel again. In recent months, I've been reminded about the importance of having hope for people's mental and spiritual health. Our core choir will sing again and we will get to hug our son. As a Christian, I need to focus on the hope which God gave me through the birth, life, death and resurrection of Jesus and share it with others. This hope is more precious than gold. May God bless and sustain the Salvation Army throughout the world in these challenging times. We're going to sing now the chorus that says everybody should know, everybody should know. I found such a wonderful saviour that everybody should know. And then we're going to hear another testimony. I'm Eileen Ascombe and I'm the Corps Sergeant Major at Bangor Corps in Northern Ireland. And I'm one of those people who, because of age, the government would like to keep in lockdown. Probably, as my husband says, indefinitely. Uh, but that would be extremely hard for me as I'm still a very active person. And to ensure that I remain active, I head out early every morning after breakfast on my walk for the day. So with my earbuds in, I listen to the Salvation Meeting, which I save from Sunday to the beginning of the week. And I can't put into words just how much blessing I've received from the meeting as I walk and as I listen. Very often, I march behind my virtual Salvation Army flag, uh, play my tambourine to familiar band marches, I sing along with familiar songs and choruses, and when I can, I clap my hands. I sing with the songsters. I sing with the singing company. I pray along with those who lead us in prayer. And I am blessed and I am deeply challenged by the testimonies and the message from God's word. And yes, sometimes I cry. I cry when sometimes our wonderful songs reach down deep into my heart and soul, their words drawing me closer and closer to the God I love and serve. My morning walks are precious times for me, uh, times of togetherness and, and oneness with Christ, and, and they are in effect for me my Emmaus road because I sense and I know the presence of Jesus walking beside me. And I am discovering, as he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own, I am discovering more and more about myself, but more importantly, more about his life in mine. Precious times. And as I head for home and I see our home ahead of me, I pray every morning in the words of the chorus uh, of the, that we sang in the meeting uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Teach me, 
Teach me, Lord, how to love thee. Teach me how to pray. And yes, even in these days of lockdown and COVID-19, teach me how to serve thee better day by day. This truly is my one desire and my prayer. Thank you for that insight into your world at this time, Eileen. And may God continue to bless you and find you opportunities to pray, praise and witness for him, even at this difficult time. Let's sing that chorus that Eileen referred to. He walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. in our meeting we're going to listen to the message from the singing company and they too will be singing a great song of testimony from John and Flora Larson. Quite amazingly this is a song that's now over 50 years old. He's going to make my life into a miracle of grace.
Let us pray. Right now, Lord, I want to pray for every child who has ever sung that song with the Salvation Army Singing Company. There must be hundreds of thousands of them, Lord, who've made that simple promise to allow you to rule their lives and turn them into something special. Many of us may have sung those words, but later in life have turned away from you. We've stopped walking beside you, talking to you, and knowing that we are your own. But I pray right now for a jolt, like a little electric shock, to touch each of those lives and let them feel your presence with them right now, wherever they are and whatever they're doing. And may they be reminded to think of you. May they be reminded of a tune and words that they once sang with a genuine, if childlike, intent to be miracles of grace for you. Call them back to you, Lord, and may their minds right now be filled with that peace that only you can give us. Amen. Our Bible reading this evening is taken from John chapter 14, verses 15 to 27. Jesus said, If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of Truth. The world cannot accept him, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me any more, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Then Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourselves to us and not to the world? Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Don't let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. Amen. As we prepare our hearts for the message this evening, let's sing together song number 169. Here is love vast as the ocean. This beautiful little song, it only has two verses, is still quite new to the army, although it was written way back in the 19th century by William Rees, a North Wales preacher, poet and politician, who has a fascinating life story, should anyone wish to look him up. Here is love.
As my friend Ian Browning said to us last week, one thing that we have lots of right now is time. With COVID-19 putting so many of our usual activities on hiatus, the question has been, for many of us, what to do with that time. Twelve weeks ago, I didn't dream that I'd be preparing and leading a weekly meeting that was being heard all around the world. But God knew. And the preparation and putting together of these meetings and the virtual festival and so on have made me somewhat busier than was my normal. And with two very active and demanding little girls running around and wanting my attention too, there have been times when I've cried out, sometimes in exasperation, for a little peace. Do you do it? Give me some peace, we cry quite often, I think. Mostly it's just peace in our households or place of work that we crave. And we know that it will come if we just give it time. That time when the children go to bed will arrive. The time when the neighbours finally turn down their music. If that's what you call music. It will come. Those precious moments that we might lie in bed and hear nothing but perhaps a gentle breeze through the trees. Or in the morning the birds singing. It will come. In the song we just sang are these words. On the Mount of Crucifixion, fountains opened deep and wide. Through the floodgates of God's mercy flowed a vast and gracious tide. Grace and love like mighty rivers poured incessant from above. And heaven's peace and perfect justice kissed a guilty world in love. All we need to do is claim that peace. That peace of mind and heart that God has given us through his kissing the world in love. Through Jesus at Calvary. Have you any room for Jesus? Are you in need of that peace? There are people I know whose need for peace goes much, much deeper than just needing a break. There are people for whom the current circumstances have exacerbated already crippling, worrying and anxiety problems. As one who suffered myself in this way in years gone by, I can identify exactly with what they're going through. I see friends of mine on a daily basis struggling and posting about their struggles on Facebook, not to get attention, but in a genuine, heartfelt cry for help, for comfort, for our prayers. I think the reason I haven't been drawn into the same problem is that God has given me so much to do during this lockdown. As I said earlier, I had absolutely no idea what God had in store when I suggested to Stuart back in March that I might put a meeting together to use on Fortress Radio. But God knew, and here we are with the twelfth of those meetings. Another song that I've seen referred to and I've heard this week on numerous occasions contains some great lines. Busy my hands this day, small time to think or pray. 
Now at the close of day I come to you. Peace.
Yes, our hands are busy. Working, shopping, cooking and baking, writing, cleaning, washing our hands for 20 seconds at a time. But what else are you doing? Some of my friends have done all of these. Glass making, jigsaws, knitting, model making, gardening. It seems it's quite easy to be busy. But are we sometimes too busy for God? Are we so wrapped up in life that God gets put in the corner? If so, no wonder we need peace. I was reminded recently of the famous Swedish actress Greta Garbo. I can't say I'm a big fan of hers or anything like that, but hers is a name that I've known since my childhood. Regarded as one of the most beautiful women in the world, she rose from being a little girl in one of the poorest families you can imagine in Stockholm to being the world's biggest female cinema star. Well, her first public performance was for the Salvation Army. Did you know that? And she sold copies of The War Cry on the streets of Stockholm from the age of six to try to supplement the family's meagre income. Of course, as her life progressed, she became so overwhelmed by her celebrity that she gave up films while still a young lady and spent the rest of her life in a quest for peace. Her famous quote, I want to be alone, summing up her anxieties and self-acknowledged depression. How things might have been different for Greta if her contact with the army and the Lord had survived her journey to stardom. But, busy my hands this day, small time to think or pray, caused her to suffer. Oh, for that peace! Many years ago, when my parents were at Felixstowe Corps and I was a student in nearby Colchester, I was very moved by the personal testimony given by a visiting bandsman on a weekend specialing. He spoke candidly about how he had struggled to find a place in his life for God. How he always seemed to be too busy to find room for him. Room to study his word. Room to speak to him through prayer. And I went straight home from the meeting that day and wrote a little song on the same subject. You'll never leave me. Because however busy we are, he will always be there, ready and waiting to be our friend, offer his arms of comfort and love, and perhaps most of all, his peace in our lives. Yesterday was through, didn't have time to pray to you. Now the morning's broken, day's first word's been spoken. I'm all alone, and yet you're with me. I have the strangest feeling that you're by my side. Yet that's the thing. 
Cause the Bible tells me so So help us, Lord, to stay close by your side, always, to keep in touch with you, to know the plans that you have for our lives and the help that we need to achieve those plans. For we cannot accept that peace and claim it in our own lives without wanting, needing to tell others that they can have it too. That's the mission part of our lives. And to me, that part is as vital as accepting his salvation in the first place. How could we keep that news to ourselves? The song Here is Love has a very lovely third verse that we in the army don't use for some reason. It wasn't written by Reese, but by a friend of his, William Williams, a writer who we also know through his own great hymns and songs such as Guide Me, O Thou Great Jehovah. The third verse reads, In your truth, Lord, you direct me by your spirit through the word, and your grace my need is meeting as I trust in you, my Lord. Of your fullness you are pouring your great love and power right through, without measure, full and boundless drawing out my heart to you. 
How lovely is that? That's the mission verse. He leads us where we need to be, directing us through his word, through the prompting of the Holy Spirit, and all the while meeting our needs through his limitless grace. And through his love he draws us ever close to him, as those words say, drawing out our hearts to you. So I ask again, have you any room for Jesus? Are you in need of that peace? Claim it today, friends, as we listen now to the band playing another of Ken Downey's God-blessed arrangements. This time of that lovely George Marshall and Ivy Morby song that we heard the songsters sing to us earlier. Grant us thy peace.
Lord, we come to you tonight and ask for the gift of peace in our lives today and for always. May we find in you an oasis of calm and tranquillity. Even when the world is hustling and bustling all around us, noisy and full of troubles and anxieties, grant us your peace as we give to you our all. And use us, Lord, to take that peace, your love and your Holy Spirit into a world that needs you today more than ever before. Amen. Let's close our meeting tonight by singing another great song of mission. It's number 220 in our songbook. It's a modern song by Noel Richards and Gerald Coates, in which the second verse reads, May now your church rise with power and love. This glorious gospel proclaim in every nation. Salvation will come to those who believe in your name. Help us bring light to this world that we might speed your return. And then, of course, the chorus, Come, Lord Jesus, pour out your Spirit on us today. Hallelujah.
And now, Lord, may thy grace, peace and heaven's richest and choicest blessings go with us until we can meet again like this. Remind us daily, Lord, of your mission as we think, if I was just to bring the one next to me and you brought the one next to you, in no time at all we'll win them all, one by one. God bless us all. Amen. Thank you.